Merry Christmas and a happy holiday season to all of you out there from our team at SD Bullion. Well, the financial markets took last week's Fiat Federal Reserve pivot to heart, and there are growing expectations of rate cuts by March 2024 of next year, now with an 86% chance of the first round of cuts by of March 2024. The market's now base case is for seven interest rate cuts next year. So while just three weeks ago, the Fiat Fed claimed the market was then premature, calling for rate cuts at the time, they just last week said they are now uh, averaging seeing three rate cuts coming next year. So now nearing Christmas, the markets are pricing in more than double the rate cuts the Fiat Federal Reserve was recently guiding in last week's public comments from Chairman Jerome Powell, which we covered here. Two thirds of asset managers are still calling for a soft landing for the global economy over the next 12 months. Never mind escalating proxy wars in the Suez Canal, Eastern Europe, or what may eventually occur in Southeast China seas, capital inflows into the historically bubble high US stock market have again gone berserk, while corporate share buybacks hit an all time record high level, nearly double the spikes we saw following the post COVID stock market ramp late 2020 into 2022. So apparently greed and bonus pump and dumps seem to be alive and well in the unsecured stock market to close this year, 2023. The United States and Europe are eyeing the final theft of Russian assets to help Ukraine. After all, the last few years of slush funding has been drying up of late. Quote, despite legal caveats, policymakers are weighing the consequences of using 300 billion in Russian assets to aid Kiev's war effort. The Biden administration has begun urgent discussions with allies about using the funds as financial support roads, according to senior U.S. and European officials. Quote, this amount of money simply changes the rules of the game, explained former State Department official Philip Zilico. There are no precedents for the seizure of such a large amount from another sovereign state, and this could have unpredictable legal and economic consequences. To give you an idea of how ridiculously large a sum of current fiat US dollar buying power 300 billion is at the moment, uh, that's like taking just over 4,550 metric tons of gold bullion. More than half the US currently claims to still own unaudited for generations now, more just under twice what the Russian Federation has officially declared to date in their sovereign gold reserve pile, which grew substantially following the 2008 global financial crisis throughout the 2010s. Another way of picturing this potential wealth confiscation, it would be the current equivalent of taking over 365,000 of these 400 ounce gold bars in purchasing power and handing it to Russia's adversary in war. I know what you're thinking. What a plan this administration's cooking up. Sure sounds like the recipe for a soft landing and no future long-term Western world blowback, right? Turning now to our weakening US economy, Student loan repayment schedules recently restarted, and surprise not surprise, two-fifths or 40% of outstanding student loan bills were not paid. Various data sets of credit card loan defaults are now at all-time high levels. Not only that, but the rate of change in credit card defaults of late has been going up at a rate so high it's even faster than the 2008 financial crisis. I know we're often told we have a small business and consumer-driven economy here in the United States, well, perhaps the government can make up the coming difference because that sure seems to be what's forecasted. I'm sure that'll work out and safely land us away from any coming recessions and we'll be fine if the government just takes over the economy. Remember that small papered over U.S. bank crisis we went through in March early this year, 2023? 
At the time, the 30 bank names that you see here had about 7 trillion in uninsured deposits amongst themselves, sitting amongst their unsecured creditor bank accounts. Well, the amounts of revolving loans that banks have been taking out since those first of five U.S. bank failures this year have only been rising of late. And perhaps the recent spike in loans helped pivot the Fiat Federal Reserve and Jerome Powell last week into admitting that rate cuts is on their agenda for next year. There is an estimated $160 billion in losses on commercial real estate loans. According to a new paper by the National Bureau of Economic Research, 44% of office loans are underwater and up to 20% of all commercial real estate loans could default. In 2020, New York City office occupancy fell from nearly 90% of the time to 10%. It's since rebounded back to just below 50% occupancy as of this past summer 2023. Large write-downs and further losses are coming one way or another in commercial loans. Another recent illustration that the U.S. consumer is increasingly going broke, falling behind paycheck to paycheck, a near 30-year high in car payment defaults was hit just a few months back. Surely the car bubble price payment defaults have only climbed over the last few months since that data was cited. Now on the other side of the short break, we're going to dig into details on today's highest weekly fiat US dollar gold price close in history and examine some key long-term bullish drivers for major physical gold and silver markets in the coming years, this decade and the next. Stick around. Hello, this is James Anderson on behalf of SD Bullion. Smash the like button if you enjoy these bullion market updates. Subscribe to our channel here for weekly bullion market updates. And be sure to check out our recently released SD Bullion mini-series about how our top three bullion dealer e-commerce website began and evolved since our founding in 2012. Also, be sure not to miss the ending video of the playlist series. It has a great behind-the-scenes look at SD Bullion's state-of-the-art silver and gold vaults and package processing facility where packages are shipped out. I'll leave a link to the playlist in the top comment and show notes below. It is honestly a remarkable story. Uh, we owe our success to you, our loyal customer base out there. Thank you, and we hope you enjoy this in-depth series about our company. The spot gold price climbed and finished at its highest weekly close in history, ending at just over 2,053 an ounce bid on the week. The spot silver price closed up as well, just over 24 an ounce bid. The spot gold silver ratio stayed flat on the week at 84. On a monthly 21st century chart, gold and Viet US dollars looks very sound and solid as it's building its base for the eventual moves higher to come. The gold yearly chart to me throughout this full fiat currency era basically says the cup and handle walk away much higher. That time is coming soon enough. 2000 gold is becoming the floor and not the ceiling as it was in the last few years of resistance. On the U.S. and Western physical bullion side of the market, there's good news. Buying demand is down, supplies are plentiful, and thus premiums are as well slimming to old norms. Take advantage of this bullion market tranquility while it lasts because I'm guessing by the end of Q1 2024, it will likely be a different story in the physical retail bullion markets. Moving on to the Eastern world, specifically China and India respectively, the fiat Chinese Yuan just passed the Japanese Yen is now the third most widely used fiat currency in global currency payment settlement. Still, it's a long way away from the most dominant currency in the world, obviously the fiat US dollar. And then 
the next most dominant, but not even close to as dominant as the dollar, the fiat euro. But of course, I would suggest that we circle back once the MCBDC grid gets put into place a few years following. Whether that's later this decade or next, I don't know. Of course, I'm not omniscient. I don't know the future. But my suggestion is that system is going to be foisted on us at some point. Moving on to the Eastern world, specifically China and India, respectively. Since the last time the spot gold price fully accounted for fiat US dollar basement run amok by late 1979, early 1980, China had roughly a billion people. And it's gotten increasingly more wealthy and advanced and now is a leading world economic power. As Western derivative gold value suppression falls apart like it did in the late 1960s into the 1970s, this time will be a little bit different. It's not simply gonna be the Western world driving this entire thing. Uh, this time it's gonna be global and China and India are gonna have a massive say as to what goes down. Culturally, and China's love of gold and persistent use of silver in industrial manufacturing and solar panel inputs is only going to grow as is going to grow their price discovery power and sway, not merely in gold and silver, but in various commodities as the coming years and decades unfold. This chart is a monthly and yearly gold price. Both of them are just screaming breakout is coming and it's on the cusp. India on the other side of this two-headed demand monster and behemoth in terms of physical gold and silver markets. 2023 was a little bit of a letdown, but it's understandable 2022 was a record year for silver imports into India. Uh, they were swamped with inventory until a few months back, and you can see in October 2023 there was a record high all-time month inflow. Basically, when you look at the two charts of Indian gold yearly on the left-hand side and silver on the right-hand